0: The mission of My Future Business, which if you look under the My Future Business logo, it's helpful people helping people. And from day one, my mission has always been to help reduce the failure rate of small businesses globally. And podcasting, to me, I think as long as that need for communication exists, I think there's going to be a place for podcast marketing.
1: Ever wondered why so many small and medium-sized businesses fail when they could be thriving? My guest today, Rick Nusky, tackles this issue head on. Author of the new book, Welcome to the Show 1.0, The Complete Podcasting System for Your Business, Rick unveils the ultimate conversion-focused podcasting system for business growth. With over a decade of real-world experience and a passion for empowering entrepreneurs, Rick is here to change the way you think about business survival and success. Rick, welcome to the show. Absolute pleasure being here. Thank you so very much, Mark, for having me. Yeah, well, first of all, thank you. I was on your show recently. Yes, yes. And you're out of Australia, correct? I am. I am. I'm in a place called McLaren
0: Vale in South Australia. It's a wine region. Uh, Mm. It's fairly well known for its wines, in fact. And uh, I try to stay away from them as much as possible. (laughs) A
1: little hard. A little
0: hard occasionally. Yeah. So, yeah, now that's where we've been for the last 25 years. So time ticks by fairly quickly when you don't think about it, doesn't it?
1: For sure. Even when you think about it, it (laughs) goes by quickly. So, um, well, listen, I do appreciate it. I know it's uh, late evening, your time, and I do appreciate the flexibility. I I wanted to return the favor. And Mm -hmm. I love your book. I went through it. Thank you. I haven't read it word, you know, cover to cover, but I've gone Uh, through it just because I was very intrigued by your approach. We're going to talk about that here in a moment. Mm -hmm. But Rick, I'd love to hear more about who you are your business and the customers and clients you serve.
0: Absolutely. Thank you again for the opportunity. My name is Rick Nusky and uh, I'm a former national manager and I used to work across various industry sectors. I'm mainly uh, exposed to the oil and gas sectors. Um, at that time, my focus was in human resources, safety and design and quality management. And um, at last count nearing a decade now or so, I've been the host of Um, a business-building podcast called The My Future Business Show. And uh, we've seen uh, quite a bit of success, and I'm really, really uh, loving it. Um, And uh, really, the show is all about getting business owners and book authors in front of their best best audiences and keeping them there. And uh, that's no mean feat, considering, uh, you know, at the start, uh, the mission wasn't that well-defined. So we've had (laughs) to work at it, but we are getting there.
1: So I, I don't want to gloss over that too quickly, Rick over 10 years mm. you've been an active podcast show host that's correct, correct? Yep. yeah and and this all started because um
0: i i remember i was on a red eye flight uh um some time ago now obviously and uh my 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 son had just been born and i was on the red eye flight just about to taxi out of the airport and i was i was in tears mike because i i could see my my baby boy and my wife and here I was jetting away for work and I was feeling really crushed by it. But um, I'm a business person through and through. That's what I do. Um, I loved it. But I also wanted to be there and present for my kids. And I, I I, was on the phone to Jemima, my wife, just crying, saying, look, I don't know what to do. And if it wasn't for my better half, my my wonderful wife, Jemima, I don't think it would have rolled out as it did because she gave me the freedom, the flexibility to pursue my dreams and I think that's a major part of why I'm here Mm. today
1: that's awesome and you know in in the world of podcasting to be around that long I'm sure you I mean your guest your episode count must be uh, I would assume in the thousands at this point (laughs) Um, you know it's 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 a very impressive thing to stay that course I was a guest on your show recently yes I I loved you know what I was what really um, astounded me Rick Besides the interview, which was fun, it was probably perhaps one of the the most, if not the, the top three most unique interviews I have been on. And I've been on a ton of podcasts as a guest. Mm-hmm. So I, I appreciated that. Yeah. And the other thing that you did that I found extraordinary, again, from a guest perspective. Yep. Was your turnaround time? Because I remember <laughs> we, we finished the interview, and typically hosts are like, well, this will be out in three, four, six months. And um, I said, oh, so when, when can we expect to you know, help promote this? He, he's like, oh, it'll be on tomorrow. <laughs> it was like tomorrow <laughs> or the next day. <laughs> oh, look, you know, this is all about, it really is to me
0: about customer focus and making sure that, you know, the experience is a memorable one. And I think that's part of the formula, to be quite frank.
1: Right. And and I think the third part of it was kind of cool. So anyone who make, might be a suitable guest for you, I'm definitely, you know, uh, plugging Rick's show. But you create some very interesting collateral around the show, a workbook, et cetera, mm-hmm. which, again, I thought was very neat. So congratulations. Again, thank you for the opportunity. So I hope I can uh, pay it back. So, Rick, as you know, this is the author factor. So we we focus our conversation on why business owners, entrepreneurs, and corporate leaders decide to write a book, whether it's the first book, like your case, mm-hmm. or we've had guests that have had 15, 20 books. So it's always about that story and then hopefully motivating a listener, at least one listener, by your story, your journey, what you've learned to uh, go and you know create their own book and make their own impact in the world. So I love podcasting. Uh, I'm still, I was, you know, again, uh, picking your brain on, when we were talking last about yep. the way you do things. You decided to, tell me why you decided to write this book, which is your first book, right? I, I didn't That's overstate correct. that. Yeah. yeah. No, well, look,
0: initially, um, I got caught up in the marketing world, and I've always been a, a, involved in direct response marketing and, you know, the Dan Kennedys of the world and um, and the likes. And I read all of his No BS um, series, and I just was in just so in engrossed in the content and I thought how wonderful would it be how smart would you have to be to actually write a book of this caliber and it stuck with me for the longest time and I just wanted to put it into my bucket list initially just to write a book above and beyond everything else but I think it was a natural progression after years of trial and much error along the way starting my own podcast and turning it actually into a business of my own and I thought there's something here that I need to share because I don't know that anybody's doing it the way I'm doing it, um, and that is part of the reason that I, you know, put pen to paper. And a year and a half later, here we are talking about a book. Um, it wasn't it wasn't as easy as I thought it was going to be. That's for sure and certain. But you know, it really is a, a complete end to end system. You know, you hear this all the time. It's almost cliche. It is an end to end system based on my own experiences and it uses a three-step model and within each three step it has a corresponding three uh, three sections and three actions so it's it's very structured in this respect um i don't know that you need to follow it from step 1 to step 9 you can certainly follow in sequence but after you've gone over it you can certainly go back and i guess get more information by reading each section again um yeah and uh, really It comes back to the mission of My Future Business, which if you look under the My Future Business logo, it's helpful people helping people. And from day one, my mission has always been to help reduce the failure rate of small businesses globally. And podcasting to me, I think, uh, crosses all boundaries. And and frankly, if if there's a need for communication um, around the world, um, as long as that need for communication exists, I think there's gonna be a place for podcast marketing well, into the future, I think it's far better, uh, far more established than just being a fat.
1: For sure. Uh, Rick, before we go a little deeper into your book, I'd like to just visit your podcast because hmm. I want to, uh, you know, there's there probably some hosts and guests listening to this. The frequency of your episodes, can you? I'm just going to ask some real quick questions just so to frame so people get a better idea of your show. Yep. What's the frequency of episodes?
0: I would say it's it's variable. Sometimes I'm upwards of five, maybe six a week. Other times it's three. Um, I do I do put a, a tentative um, ceiling on that simply because I need to give myself some free time. So I I, I set that boundary at around five a week. Um, like yourself, I might push myself occasionally. Um, other times I might take a week off. So yeah, it's quite it's variable, but it's fairly consistent to be honest. Yeah.
1: Okay. And the focus, if you could just kind of sum up the focus, is there, is there one overall guiding, you know, principle or idea that you share across your episodes?
0: Absolutely. Well, it's about, um, um, it's for business owners and book authors, and it's about getting them in front of their best audience and keeping them there. Now, I think with, with the show, it, it also creates some assets that my guests get to take with them in the form of mp3s mp4s um, so that they can just they can walk away with a product rather than Mm -hmm. just an interview on somebody else's show which i think is valuable um and i've I've been getting a lot of great feedback um if you have a look at the testimonials page we're in the hundreds of um uh, people uh, providing feedback and i value that so much
1: and then here's the piece that i really i i was you know pretty uh, amazed with because again being a host being a guest i've seen a lot over the last four years uh and i don't want to misspeak but you charge your guests to be on your show right it's it's a it's a fee because of all the work that you're doing all the promotion you're doing right there is a fee to be appear on your show that is
0: correct and that polarizes people
1: that be sure and certain about that and and
0: I'm I'm actually fine with that because if you don't polarize your audience, you don't know who your target market actually is. They reveal themselves. They come forward, and I think this is where social proof and evidence and actually having some base sets of skills and the ability to bring the best out in people and be able to prove that can justify mm-hmm. it beyond the time that we spend. The technology that's needed to run it, the subscriptions that people never see or hear about in the background that uh, we're having to sort of address each and every month. So for it to, for me to keep you in front of you, get you in front of your best audience and keep you there, we needed to fund it. It was never a money-making thing. It was a stay afloat thing, keep the doors open thing. And now, with uh, obviously in the last couple of years, uh, the private consulting part of the business. It's a it's really working quite well at keeping us afloat, and then the main core of the business is consulting, which I don't really promote all that much because I don't need to. Um, so yeah, that model seems to be working, and I think it also attracts a a different caliber. I I'm not say better; I'd say a different caliber of guests who value their time. Um, no show rates are very very low, and prior to this, there was a time where when it was free, Mike, and the no show numbers were exceptionally bad and it mm. kind of annoyed me a bit and i thought i've had enough of this i you know you put your time to the side and and you wait and people don't rock up and i thought well what am i going to do and this was just one i guess ca- one part of the catalyst for starting to uh put a fee in place yeah
1: well you know it, it's something and i don't want to go too far off but i, I now that's fine know, I, i'd love to maybe in the future even have a conversation because i do think it it I I don't charge to be on my show. Mm -hmm. I did implement a process where if an agency is looking to book a guest, you know, there's podcasting agencies. I will have a, I will put a fee in front of them because they're making money. But the interesting thing with podcast hosting, while I, you know, I love sharing the information. We know you make an impact. It is a bit different. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of effort. There's a lot of work that's involved. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been in the consulting gig since 1998. It's like, you, you pretty much charge for everything. Like if, there, if there's time involved, you're charging for that in some capacity, mm-hmm. whether it's a product or service. But in the podcasting world, it tends to be different. So when does, I, I, don't I, know I saw your model, yeah, I, I think it's it, it's very intriguing. I think it's more than justified if you have a good quality show and you're mm-hmm. doing all the stuff that you're doing, Rick. But um, this is, is – is that – I mean, I'm, I'm sure you're not saying every podcast should be charging. You, you know, you got to work up to it, etc. But that is a part of your podcast, you know, for a business system, correct?
0: That that is the entire model, uh, excluding the the consulting component. That again, I don't talk about too much, um, but that is the model, and and for all the reasons we've just talked about, Mike is the reason that we do it, and um, you know, again, different caliber of guests. Um, It's upwards of six hours per episode. They walk away with a product in MP3, MP4 format. They are, they are also put in front of our existing audience, which is quite significant and active, which, which is important. And, um, beyond um, all of that, they, if you compare it with something like pay-per-click marketing, You don't necessarily get any results at all. You're paying a hell of a lot more for it, but people are willing to throw hundreds of dollars at Facebook marketing as an example (laughs) and not think twice about the fact that they've just burned a hundred bucks and they walk away with nothing. So I think that I think the value proposition is alive and well. At least that's,
1: maybe it's a biased
0: opinion. I no, know.
1: listen, I, I agree. I agree. So if in the future I start charging guests, it's Rick yeah, well. fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd now, be justified. Well, well, the other thing, and again, I'm, I'm just going to use you as an example because mm-hmm. I know in your book and on your website, it's all there, but... And it's not just a single fee. There's different opportunities, which I yeah. found very, you know, interesting too. So, very nice job with that. So let's let's go back to your book. Yep. Who is it written for? Who 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 you know? One, our listeners right now. Who should go buy a copy and read that? And what's the big reason? What's the big thing they're going to get by reading your book?
0: Rick? Well, if you look at um, the term small business, I use that term loosely, but in between a small and medium-sized business owners. And I would suggest even large size corporations could get benefit out of making podcast marketing an integral part of their promotional strategy, so much so that it's indispensable. Um, because, again, coming back to this need for, for communication amongst human beings, as long as that exists, there'll always be a need for podcasting because that's communication in its purest form. Just like you and I now, we're having a conversation. But the second part of the audience, which um, I only recognised over years of um, interviewing different people um, is that it's basically um, business owners, small business owners and book authors. And the reason they should buy the uh, buy the book, in fact, it's, it's not about buying the book because I'm giving the book away. Um, mm. The reason they should get themselves a copy of the book, which they can at the end of this call, hopefully, Mike, if that's okay, um, mm. is to give them a complete end-to-end system for somebody who has never, ever experienced podcasting before in terms of it becoming a a proven promotional strategy that they can start using with a minimum app outlay and um, just with a bit of practice and a bit of time, they will start to build up a content strategy um, that I have proven is effective. Anybody who has done podcasting as a host for any length of time and have got any sort of traction out of it um, can recognize I guess the, the value in in content is we live
1: in an age where content is king don't we mm-hmm. yep. Yep. so let's let's focus on the book a bit even a bit more rick mm-hmm. so we're recording this late august 2023 uh how old is the book when when did you publish it? 20 I know it's... Oh, i'm guessing
0: 20, late 21 early 22 i'd like to
1: say yeah. okay so it's a year or two hmm. So, since you've had it out there, what's I'd love to hear because you're a marketer. What has been uh, the number one way for you to get the book out there and and make it known to your audience?
0: Well, I always uh, it's policy basically that everybody I interact with gets a copy of the book um, free of charge because it's it's a it's a great conversation starter. You'd know more than most that how. Powerful books are to get a conversation started. Mm -hmm. Hey, I read that page, and this—this is what I was thinking. I never used to know that those sorts of conversations, reply emails, um, turn into. Hey, look, you've got five minutes to have a call with me, and then that turns into something else later on down the track. So I'm seeing a lot of that. Um, You know, I'm seeing people come onto my email list, and I'm not trying to um, actively market. To build an email list, but if you put it in front of them, and there's a basic capture page.
1: People download it, and there's, you know, I think free is alive and well. <laughs> yeah, very, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's it's definitely not going anywhere. And as long as, and if it's good quality content, like mm. a book, and in your yep. case, a, a very well written book, um, even more so. So you mentioned earlier on, Rick, that it was a little harder than you expected. Yes, so if somebody's listening to this right now and they are either working on their first book or they know they have a book they want to share with the world but they haven't you know what bit of advice is there something you did with that first book that made it harder that you wouldn't do the next time or just is there something that you learned during the process you would just want to share with that listener
0: well when i first started writing i, I i'm not a writer um I, I, I pretend that I am now because I've finally got to the at uh, the promised land of published authors. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't always that way. I started off with notepads, scribbling ideas, formulating um, processes based on what I knew of quality management and systems, and piecing together what I'd done well in a previous interview, and um, and all of those sorts of things. Just over time, the I guess the amalgamation and all of that. Um, ended up in this, this pile of data on paper that I had to then word process and, and start to sort. And this was prior to AI. This was the real deal. This was grinding <laughs> it out. You know what I mean? It wasn't, it wasn't yeah. artificially written. It was written by a human for humans and, uh, it was painful for me. Um, but what I, what I would say is that I did find a lot of, um, satisfaction knowing that I'd done, say 250 words a day and then going away for a couple of days and just letting it, letting those thoughts just um, percolate. Usually in the shower, I go, oh, wow, I've got this great idea. I've got to put it down. So I would. Um, And my uh, audio notepad on my phone became a really great asset because I just spoke a lot of what I wanted to put into the book. Um, Yeah, so it it was definitely an iterative process. And I got involved in a book writers uh, group and um you know i signed up for this distribution uh company that does the book distribution and i learned a bit from there and a little bit from over here so it was pretty messy i have to say Mike. the
1: whole journey well it, it got done though right that's the key thing you got it <laughs> done you set a goal i mean a, a lot of you what you're sharing sounds a lot like me rick so uh i, I get that yeah but uh you know, I think it's, you know, it's again, it's just indicative of there's no one, one way to get a business book done. You know, mm. some people have a very linear, you know, I'm just going to get done and chug it out. Other people, it takes years. But, um, you know, I think that the key takeaway is, you know, it, it can be done. If you help people like you do with your business and your podcast, it should be done. So Rick, you know, relatively new author. A year or so first book you know i'm not going to ask if there's going to be another one but my guesses are probably uh, yes, there will yeah. be another one in the future yes you get there is by that bug <laughs> there is there, there you is.
0: go it's underway it's hidden behind the uh the green screen oh, very behind good. Us. <laughs> very good very good
1: are you allowed to share any tidbit with it or not oh yet? well
0: look you know it's uh, i think there's one side of uh, the equation which are the hosts and uh mm-hmm. and then there's mm-hmm. the guests and mm-hmm. I, I think there's a lot of opportunity to help uh guests get the most out of their interviews because um you know it's nerve-wracking it can be exhilarating it could be you know it's not defined very well what they want the outcomes to be so that's really sort of where i'm aiming at with the next book
1: as i was sitting here and listening to you earlier on i was like oh he's got to have a second book and he's got to be guest focused because guesting is a business strategy yep there's two sides of that coin so absolutely Rick, now that you're part of the Authors Club, as you suggested, oh. <laughs> uh, I'd love to hear your perspective on what it has meant for Rick Nusky to be a published book author. What, a, what, a, what has it meant to you? What has it meant to your business? What has it meant to your followers um, to be a uh, finally be that book author? Well, look, the, my first reaction when you asked the question was my chest sort of
0: released just the pressure every time I think about that moment that it was the end of it and people were reading it and they were starting to give me feedback and I was being congratulated. Um, so many different people from CIA agents through to doctors were saying, this is amazing. This is a really, really good book. Um, you know, I'm getting that sort of feedback and, uh, I, it was, I actually, um, found it to be a very emotional experience, to be quite honest with you. And, um, you know, it's it's a feeling that I, I'd be, I'd,
1: I'd welcome again, that's for sure. Well, very good. Well, well I'm sure you're going to have it again when we see that next book come out. So, Rick, I do appreciate your time. Can you share with our listeners, you know, the best place to learn about you, get your book, see your, you know, listen to your podcast? Yes, absolutely. So if you want to,
0: to get some more information about me and My Future Business, which is the name of my business, go to myfuturebusiness.com. And you'll uh, find a, I guess a plethora of information. Um, there's a number of different menus that you can sort through and, and have a look. And, um, yeah, that's just uh, one way that you can contact me. Um, and uh, also if, uh, if you want to, uh, get your hands, uh, on a copy of the book, um, I've made a uh, address available to you. It's simply myfuturebusiness.com forward slash thank you. Thank you being one word, no spaces.
1: All right. And if they want to be appear on your show, they can yeah. learn about it right on the website. There. Absolutely.
0: There's a booking page and it's uh, um, it's really breaks down all of the details. Uh, I've been meticulous in my focus to make sure and certain that there was no stone left unturned um, because a confused mind is a mind that doesn't make a decision. So um, please, if you go there and you want to learn more and you still have a question, there's a contact page. If you reach out to us, either Christy, my offsider or myself will be back with you uh, with an answer to your question within twenty-four hours.
1: If usually a lot less than that. Very good. Well, Rick, again, congratulations on that first book. Congratulations you. on your show success, and uh, thank you for your time today. Excellent, and thank you, Mike. It's been a wonderful opportunity to join you on your show.